Hi there, I'm Nicole Gilbert, and you've joined the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Are you new to sewing and want to start quilting but have no idea where to begin? Each Wednesday, join me as I share the ins and outs of that quilt life. If you don't have a sewing machine, have no idea how much fabric you need, or you're just trying to figure out where the heck to stick that bobbin, this is the podcast for you. Hey folks, Nicole here. Welcome to episode 47 of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Have you ever been shopping for quilt patterns and checked the recommended skill level? Have you wondered what the heck all those levels actually mean? Guess what? I'm breaking them down for you today. But first, a quick reminder. If you're looking to stock up your quilting room or even just to start collecting supplies, I've created an amazing resource of what quilting supplies you'll actually need once you start on your quilting journey. Head on over to NicoleGilbertQuilts.com slash supplies to grab your checklist today. Okay, guys, let's get sewing. So, first of all, there are two types of quilters in the world. Those that have never thought about their skill level when choosing quilt patterns, and those that check every single pattern for skill level before doing anything else. And both are totally valid. Um, there are drawbacks and advantages to both of those those types of, of thinking. Uh, for those who never check for skill level, they're never hindered by not trying something new because they don't even know what they don't know until they start making the pattern, which is kind of nice. Uh, it it's definitely adds to the creative bent um, of, of quilting. Uh, downside of it is sometimes you bite off more than you could choose and you get frustrated and you don't finish the project and you can sometimes be like, oh, this technique is not for me because I can't do it, which is not necessarily true. It's just that, it, you know, you jumped in a little bit too far along in the journey further than you currently are. Now, for those who check every single pattern for skill level, what's great about that is that when you pick out a pattern and that you're going to do – you can execute it and you do it beautifully. Um, downside to that is that you can sometimes hinder yourself from trying something a little outside of your comfort zone when you do that. So again, there's pros and cons to both and both are totally valid. Um, so that's just something to kind of keep in mind. Um, but some of you may be wondering, like, what exactly are those skill levels? Uh, the most commonly used quilting skill levels are beginner, advanced beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And while there are no hard and fast rules when it comes to like what constitutes each of those phases, I'm going to break down what those levels mean, like what's commonly accepted in those levels. And I'm also going to share what I think that you should be thinking about when deciding what level of pattern you should choose. Okay, so let's start at the top, beginner. So a beginner is kind of a vague term, and many of you out there will consider yourself beginners, but you're not. 
And many out there would say, I'm absolutely not a beginner, but technically you kind of are, and that's okay. Um, That's kind of going to be the case for all of these levels. There's a little bit of ambiguity. There's a little bit of, you know, self-decision making there. Um, And that's great because, like I said, you're going to you're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to evolve and it's all good. So, with the beginner, beginners, I would say at the most basic level, some and and begin the beginner category, I would say is the widest category of skill level because there are going to be people in the beginner category who are actually beginners, actually sitting down in front of their machine for the first time don't know about quarter-inch seam allowances, don't know about walking feet, like beginner. Like they they genuinely, everything that you're teaching them is new to them. And that's amazing. And I love beginners. I work with beginners all of the time. Um, it's really exciting for me to work with beginners. Uh, beginners, my jam. Now, other beginners will you know, have quilted before, uh, are doing, you know, straight line piecing, straight line quilting. Um, You know, their piecing isn't always perfect. You know, lines are not lining up all of the time. Uh, Honestly, they probably, there probably hasn't been a quilt where more things line up than misaligned. Not wrong, you know. You always hear that quote, and I forget who said it, but, like, if you can't see it from a top of the horse, like, if you were on top of a horse racing by, if you can't see the mistake, then it's not a mistake. Like, that kind of mistakes. Not, like, horrendous, oh, my gosh, puckered inside out, and now it's a bowl, and it was supposed to be a blanket kind of thing. Not those kind of mistakes. But, like, you know, little misalignments and stuff. Uh, these are all beginners. So you can be a beginner and you can just have sat down in front of your machine for the first time. And you can be a beginner and you could have made quilts before, but, you know, they're charm pack quilts. Um, or you, you've only been using pre-cuts and you did a jelly roll race quilt and it turned out fine, but that's the only type of quilting that you've actually done. So it's like, you know, straightforward. You actually didn't really cut anything on your cutting mat, uh, came out beautifully, love it, you can snuggle under it, but it's straight line quilting, uh, your mitered corners might be a little bit wonky, these are beginners, okay? Uh, all awesome, all great places to be. Now, an advanced beginner, an advanced beginner can do Everything from a beginner, meaning that they can, you know, use pre-cut fabrics, can do patchwork piecing, uh, basic patchwork piecing, can um, bind a quilt, can straight line quilt. Uh, so they, they can do all that. But an advanced beginner can also confidently... Mm, I take that back. I take back the word confidently. An advanced beginner can also do flying geese, half square triangles, um, quarter square triangles. Um, you know, they're they're making 
star quilts. So so we've moved past um we've moved past you know squares and jelly roll races and and we're we're getting a little bit more complex in the type of quilt pattern that we're doing. Um you're quilting while you're not strictly doing straight line quilting. You're still doing a lot of straight line quilting because it's comfortable. Um, you may be dabbling in free motion quilting to mixed results, uh, sometimes exciting, sometimes not so exciting. Um, your uh, your mitered corners are getting way more on point. Uh, with your flying geese and your half square triangles, uh, more times than not, your points are ending up good. You're not your points are not getting swallowed into your seam allowances, but you're still having those times where occasionally you lop off the end of a point and it happens. Um, these are all these are all like advanced beginner skills. Um, I in so I teach beginners predominantly. I love teaching beginner quilters. I love sharing this craft with others. Um, the goal for the end of, for my students at the end of the Modern Quilters Academy Learn to Quilt in 60 Days is they will be at the high end of advanced beginners. And you can, they start, many of them, uh, kind of a 50-50 bag so far with my students, uh, but many of them start barely knowing how to thread their sewing machine some of them are you know have have made like masks or uh really basic tote bags um but many of them don't know have 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 just started with their sewing machine uh many of them on the flip side like i said have made masks have made tote bags have made basic process even have I've had a couple of students who have done beautifully and and I think are are wonderful examples who have made quilts before. Uh, but again, they're kind of in that middle of the beginner range. And by the end of the academy, they're at the end of that advanced beginner range. Uh, so they you learn how to do all of that kind of stuff. But um, so that's what an advanced beginner is. Uh, the big thing with an advanced beginner is that you're now moving into more complex patterns. You're doing more complex patchwork piecing. This is where more star quilts are coming in, in. And what I find really interesting is there's a lot of people who would call themselves beginners but are actually at the top range of advanced beginner. Um, and there are a lot of people who would say, oh, I'm an advanced beginner. But they're really kind of a little bit earlier in the process. Uh, now, after advanced beginner, we come across uh, intermediate now, with an intermediate, they have mastered everything from advanced beginner. So an intermediate quilter can confidently make half square triangles, confidently make flying geese, confidently make quarter square triangles. Um, their star quilts are coming out beautifully. They are very rarely losing the points of their stars in seam allowance. I will never say that anybody does everything perfectly because I am a fabulous patchwork piecer and every once in a while I'm like, oh darn it, it ate the the point in that seam allowance. It happens. Um, but I would say an intermediate has is m- kind of mastered quote unquote 
everything up to the advanced beginner. And now an intermediate is starting to get a little bit more outside of the comfort zone with uh, free motion quilting. An intermediate is starting to do things like curve piecing. Uh, an intermediate is starting to kind of explore a little and get more confident with things like foundation paper piecing. Uh, you know, they're uh, – it, it's interesting because with most modern quilters, you're doing less and less by hand. And what I've noticed for modern or younger quilters, uh, myself included, I actually didn't start doing things by hand until I hit this intermediate phase because then I got really confident in understanding and knowing what stitch integrity really meant. Uh, And before that, I was like, ooh, I don't even know if I did this by hand if it would stay together. You know what I mean? That feeling. Uh, And by the time I hit intermediate, I was confident. Where I think some older quilters where they're taught from the beginning to hand bind their quilts and – do some hand quilting uh, earlier in the process, they wouldn't necessarily say that. And this is where these terms are a little bit fluid because it's a generational thing, it's a time period thing, and it's a style thing. Uh, But I would say for uh, the majority of my listeners uh, and my students, intermediate is about the time when they start to get confident in their hand sewing Um, of portions of their quilts as well. Uh, And this is about the time where they start to experiment with English paper piecing as well. Um, So that's intermediate. And now advanced, they're advanced. They're they're crushing it. Things are turning out beautifully. Uh, You know, if they got a pattern that had curves and foundation paper piecing and a little bit of needle turn applique, they would be like, oh, no problem. And they would bust it out. Like, no problem. Uh, Everything would not be perfect because, again, this is art and nothing is ever perfect. But um, there's pretty much no skill that they couldn't tackle, even if it was a new skill to them. Reading it would make total sense because they've mastered all of the basics already. So it might be new to them and they might not master it, that individual technique. However, they know enough and have a strong enough foundation to crush it. Um, Now, something that I think is really interesting about all of of these different levels. Um, One, I don't want anyone to feel bound by their skill level. This is transient and you can move on very quickly from one level to the next. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is I always want things to be a little difficult. And I say this from a teacher point of view because I am a quilt instructor. Um, I want it to be a little difficult, meaning if you're an advanced beginner, I want you pulling, you can pull some advanced beginner patterns, but I want you pulling intermediate patterns because that's how you're going to get there. You know, doing the same thing over and over and over again, yes, that strengthens your skills and you have to do that. Like repetition is incredibly important. However, if you're not challenging yourself, you're not going to get better. You're going to master what you have, but you're not going to grow your skill set. 
because getting better in terms of skill level is not the same as getting better at quilting. I'm going to let that sink in a little because it's not going to sound intuitive. But getting better in terms of skill level is about growing the amount of skills and techniques that you are comfortable doing. Getting better as a quilter is about mastering each individual technique and skill. So you could be the best flying geese producer, sawtooth star maker in the world, and you would still be an advanced beginner because you were not progressing to that next level because you don't have more skills. So keep that in mind when you're pattern shopping. These patterns are not meant to say, no, you can't do this, you're a beginner. It's to say, hey, there's a a skill set you need to acquire, not a a skill um, mastery. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, So I personally think that when you go quilt pattern shopping, you can buy whatever quilt pattern you want because it's about a set of skills that you need to have in your repertoire, not about how great you are at them. You're not going to be great at everything, and that's okay. But if you're not good at it or but if you're, you don't have that skill set, you're going to have to learn. So like let's say you're an advanced beginner. You're doing star quilts. Things are doing well. And you pull out a uh, foundation paper piecing uh, pattern and you get an advanced one. That's totally fine. But if you've never foundation paper pieced before – you're going to have a hard time because you don't have some of those basic skill sets to then immediately jump into advanced foundation paper piecing. Because you have to have certain foundations first. Uh, the same way, uh, you know, if you did certain types of, you know, if you're free motion quilting and it's supposed to be this amazing custom free motion quilting and you're really only comfortable with a meander it's not going to look great not going to lie but it's not because you're not doing a lovely job on your free motion quilting it's that you have to get more confident in doing you know small circles and serpentines and other types of more controlled, repeated patterns. So you can free motion quilt. You just have one more skill set to do before you can get there. So you can master certain types of skills and still not be advanced because there's certain other skills that you need to, to acquire. Uh, I hope all of this made sense because I am like, I'm feeling a little disjointed and rambly right now, Um, but it's making sense in my head and I'm hoping that for some of you out there, it's making sense in your head as well. But what I really want 
from a teacher's point of view is for you to kind of understand about where you land um, and you're probably doing better than you think. Uh, And then I really want you to go a little harder because that's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to get better. Uh, And the better you are, the more fun you're going to have because, I mean, I still use my seam ripper all the time, like all the time. However, I'm not having that much fun when I'm using my seam ripper. I'm pretty in a usually in a pretty ticked off mood if I'm being 100% honest. So the less we can use our seam ripper, the better. Um, but I do want you to try. So if you think that you fall in that advanced beginner, I want you to go for intermediates. If you think you fall into that beginner, I want you to go for some advanced beginner patterns. Uh, that being said, um, you know, we're living in a corona world and depending on what state you live, you may or may not be able to take lessons in a local quilt shop. Uh, doors are opening for the Modern Quilters Academy uh, at the end of May. So if you've been thinking about it, uh, keep that in mind. So uh, you, my friends, have just finished another episode of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Now stop scrolling and start sewing.